This is episode 46 with Donald Scott. Welcome to The Athletic Mindset. I'm your host, Corey Camp, former Division I swimmer turned personal trainer and coach. Each week, it is my goal to bring you a unique story of an elite athlete's mindset to help you unlock and discover your life's potential. Today, I sit down with Donald Scott, three-time USA national champion, world championship finalist, Adidas-sponsored athlete, and Olympic hopeful. A former two-sport athlete, Donald and I discuss the dualities of team sports versus individual sports, how his triple jump career took off after his senior season, and going all in on his dreams. He's got a powerful story and is a true family man, so please welcome Donald to the show. Thank you, Bob. First off, welcome. I appreciate the time. appreciate you coming on here. Um, I always like to start these things off and just get an idea of how you got involved in your sport. In your case, track and field. Was triple jump the go-to event right away, or did you experiment with some other things and then find that love down the road? Or how? what's your story? Yeah, man. Um, so I pretty much started playing organized sports when I entered high school level. Um, before then, you know, I played like street ball and, you know, street top and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I actually used to play, uh, you know, tackle football on concrete. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but track started my freshman year. Um, I wanted to be a sprinter. I wanted to do the 100, the 200. But over time, I knew that that wasn't for me. So kind of um, I faded away and I got into – I got into the 300 meter hurdles and I found out that I did have the speed and it was a longer distance. So I, I didn't have to use that quickness that you, um, that's required for the 100 and stuff like that. But I was a hurdler and then triple jump got pushed on me. Um, my coach at the time, who's, who's now my mentor. Um, and also I call him my father, but, um, he, he basically saw something in me that I didn't see. So he basically forced me to do it um, or I couldn't do any other event. <laughs> but um, I, I loved hurdling and I loved triple jump, but I did it. I wasn't good at it. Um, I wasn't good at it as in, as in, a, uh, as in a technical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, I got a little better in high school. I saw that I could do something in college, but at the time I was mainly focused on football. So I got a scholarship mainly for football. Um, and in um, and Eastern Michigan allowed me to do track too. So I was a two sport athlete all four years. And, um, but again, my journey started um, in high school. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. What what caused you to pivot towards more just the track and field route than see where, you know, football would take you? Yeah, me, I'm an athlete that likes to stay active. So I just did sports to stay active, mm-hmm. you know, and and I love the outdoors and being in a competition setting. So, um, again, football was my main ideal sport because everybody wants to go to the NFL, right? So in college, um, I decided to give up football my, a few games before the end of my senior 
you know, season in football. So I walked away from football and I had a full scholarship for track waiting there. And I also had a redshirt year too. So I finished out that year and then, and then I had one year to just be a track athlete. And there is a difference between football player and track athlete. And in the training was, it's so like technical and different to where if I knew everything that I did about track, I would be a better football player than I was, you know? So track just opened my eyes to a lot more technical stuff to being an athlete. But um, um, yeah, so that first year of full track, I gained a foot um, in everything because I wasn't doing two sports back to back, you know, beating up my body. So track really helped me get more mobile, um, you know, faster, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that's the year that you placed third at NCAA. Yep. Yep. So that's a pretty big improvement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, it is. What, uh, I, I actually didn't know about your football background, but usually track and field being more individual, what do you prefer just out of personal preference? I love the teamwork because it allows people to grow, you know, um, um, it allows people to grow as an individual to where you bring that to team, you know, it'll be better. But as far as in track goes, I love being independent um, because me, I have a different drive than most people. And, and when, and when you are with the team, there's a lot of, a lot of people that don't have the same drive as you and, and it can, it can go both ways. It can, um, um, it can bring you down with them or you can ignore it, keep going. Mm -hmm. Overall, I think being an independent, you know, athlete now is, is, is amazing because I can focus in on myself. I don't have to keep up with anybody else, you know, stuff like that. But I also love coaching too. So. Yeah, man, it's, it's interesting. I, um, my background's in swimming. I swam in college and yeah, swimming is, is similar to track and field in the sense of it is an individual sport, but you have yeah. a team there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting thing to get used to. Um, yeah. It be. is because especially if you're like um if you're like me, you know, because I um I did long jump and triple jump. So, so if if I brought twelve points each each event, you know, that's twenty-four points just for myself. So I have to allow on my you know teammates to gather up those other points. And and sometimes it's hard being um I should say the I don't want to say star on the team, but you know yeah. what I mean. Um, um, because it's like you're expected to um, help others and 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 make sure that they're doing their job when you know you can't control what everybody does, and that's the hard thing about about being on a mm -hmm. a team of people, you know. So yeah, I mean, you definitely have less factors that you need to control. Yeah. yeah in an individual sport and I'm assuming turning professional after college has allowed you to focus in on more just yourself and what can you control 
Yeah. I want to talk about some stuff outside of your control, though. Obviously, yeah. changing environment here. Tokyo is now pushed a year. Um, things were looking up for you as far as you know. Past three years being a U.S. champion. What? How do you focus on what you can control now, knowing that Tokyo is a year away instead of this? Yeah, yeah but me again. Um, it's my drive that. I think that if, if I didn't have my drive, I wouldn't be, you know, where I am today. So mm-hmm. it's my drive that, that keeps me going every single day, even if, you know, our season is, is up in the air right now, you know. So um, I know that in order to get to where I got to be, I got to do it, you know. So that's that's how I am. Um, I just believe that if you if you want to go somewhere, you got you to take those steps and do it. So it's little things that add up to the big things and, and, and during this time, I'm just, just staying focused and, um, and maintaining my, um, my, uh, my motions and my triple jump and stuff like that. So. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do. And you, yeah. you keep bringing up your drive, man. What, what is it that drives you? What is your why behind what you're doing and what you're going after? Um, I think my drive comes from my past. Um, um, I grew up um, a different lifestyle than most people. Um, but I, as I grew up, it's like there's so much in this world that I missed out on as a, as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and now having my own kid is like, I don't want that for my kid, you know. So it's my job to set you know, my family up to, you know, not have to worry about app or electricity to eat, you know, so it's, it's, it's that type of stuff that keeps me going. Um, um, because I love to provide for my family and, and, and now that I have a daughter, I really want her, her to look at, you know, me as a, you know, inspiration, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and hopefully she gets my, you know, my drive and it pushes her to do, anything that she wants to do in life. Yeah, man, that's, that's some beautiful stuff. How do you, how do you maintain that once you get the taste of success? Um, yeah, I am because I found myself like getting comfortable at mm-hmm. one point and then I had to pick myself back up. Like, hey bro, now that you got a contract and stuff now, you know, it's not time to, you know, relax a bit. And I caught myself doing that slightly, but, um, I picked myself out of that because mm-hmm. it wanted to be the best too, you know. So that's what I was chasing. I mean, so I'm still chasing. I'm still chasing to be the best triple jumper. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't ease up just because you know I got and stuff like that. I just have to keep that same drive and keep going. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that's an often overlooked thing. Like it's yeah, hard. It to- is. Yeah, it is because because I've seen, I've seen some athletes come up all the way to the top and just fall off hard because, you know, they just don't have that drive because they are swimming in all that money. And, mm-hmm. and I hear there's people turning down meats and stuff like that. And it's like, why? <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, yeah. You got to keep that passion for it. That's have for sure. To. Ability to look inward and catch yourself in that moment. Do you yeah. ever have, or have you had coaches or people in your life that kind of also help you 
clue in on those moments that you're getting comfortable and yeah always always always. um in my practice environment you know there's uh i have this coach but he's my guy um he tells me i suck all the time (laughs) you know just to keep me you know going so he's he's the one that talks trash a lot and and i i actually appreciate it and Mm -hmm. uh i also have a best friend like that too and um it's 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 those people that you need to keep going and and to keep you up on your toes, you know, because once you hear, oh, you're the best, you're the best, you're the greatest, you know, it can get, it can get in your head a bit, you know, and, yeah. and, and that can lead to you being cocky and, and it shows and stuff like that. And, and I'm just not that type of person. That's awesome. Yes. You have a team around you to keep you grounded. Yes. How do you juggle being confident versus cocky i've had a, this discussion with the pole yeah. vault actually i'm interested to see what you say hmm. confident is being to me confident is knowing that you can do something mm-hmm. without um being modest about it no i mean not modest um what's the word i'm looking for I mean, just show offy, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm confident in in our areas because if you're confident, that does something to the mind. You know, it 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 makes you worry less, and especially when you're competing, it's like you can't compete um, in fear or you know in worry because you know things. It's like your body will react to that you know and um and again that's what this confidence means to me um what's the other one you said versus cocky how do you yeah handle that cocky <laughs> cocky would be like um uh, to me it's saying like if you just you are good at something but you just want everybody to show you that attention. Like you feed off people's attention, mm-hmm. you know, and it, um, and it makes you just showboat, you know, just, and it's no, there's no reason to do all that. You yeah. know, just stay confident, stay humble and, and move on. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about your actual, the event itself and what's going through your head leading up to it. You talk about confidence being huge. Obviously, the triple jump is an extremely technical event. Every part of it has to be just right for you to reach that personal best. What's going through your head as you're approaching your attempts? (laughs) Man, triple jump is one of those things that it's hard. It's, 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 It's tough not to think while you're doing it, you know? Um, Cause there's so many motions you have to be in and angles you have to hit and just like, okay, I know I have to do this to get into this position, but that's what practice is for, you know, um, and it, it repetition. So at a point, at some point it, it gets to where you only focus on the things you need to instead of every single step, you know? So that's how I look at it. How do you handle being anxious versus being nervous? 
like nervous can be good, right? You need those a little bit of butter yeah. in your stomach to give you that peak performance, but you don't oh, want to yeah. overthink it and be anxious. How do you find that that fine line for you? Hmm. Um, I'm one of those jumpers that I feed off my own mental state. Mm. Um, I don't feed off anybody's other energy, you know, stuff like that. But um, nervous. I mean, everybody's going to be nervous about, you know, the Olympics coming up and, and stuff like that. But I think nervous is a good thing. Um, but being anxious, like overthinking, mm -hmm. that can, again, um, set off something in that mind to where you're not truly dialed in on what you need to. Because mm -hmm. it's like when you overthink, it's just like, okay, you know you did this stuff a thousand times at practice, so it's no need to overthink. It's okay to be nervous, mm -hmm. but it's no need to overthink and, and mess up, you know? Have you found a process that works for you to, to get you in that right state? Yeah, um, I just constantly watch film and because that allows me not to overthink because mm -hmm. i because i can see that i'm i'm doing a certain technique right so why should i be overthinking about it you know um and again also doing it over and over i know that i can do it i just have to relax in the moment of my surroundings and everything just do it you know yeah no, I, li I like that. And that's, it's, yeah. that's what it all comes down to. It's yeah, yeah. I tell the athletes I work with when it comes down to actual competition time, it's the time to think about everything. It's, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It has to be because it can, it can mess you up. Cause I've, I've, I've had some major meets where I just overthink and then I go back and watch the film. Like, dang, Donald, why did I, I overthink it when, I should have been focused on this one, you know? So yeah. it no. happens. It happens, but people just got to learn how to, how to gather their thoughts and just, you know, yeah. relax. I mean, it happens to the best of us, but I think yeah. what separates you from a lot of other people is it happens fewer and further in between. Yeah. I try not to let, you know, anything bring me down. Mm -hmm. um, in life in general, just, you know, things happen in life. You just can't, um, you just can't be down and out. You just gotta keep going. Mm -hmm. Just keep going, and, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I think that applies perfectly, obviously, to the scenario and world we're in right in yeah. this state. What have yep. you learned about yourself in these past few months of training as COVID has kind of overtaken our nation? Now some parts are reopening. What have you learned about yourself, though, in the past few months? I've learned that can't sit still <laughs> like it's my regimen just I'm always on the move I wake up around seven out the door uh, practice weights then I get to go you know straight to work or, or straight to coach and then or something else so um, you know being in the house is is, is pretty it's pretty nerve-wracking for me but <laughs> um, other than that uh, it's just trying to stay um, positive doing all this all this stuff that's going on and 
Mm -hmm. And um, hoping that I do have a season and and be able to make enough to, um, you know, support my family and stuff like that. But that's pretty much it, really. And I think that's, that's well said. You're in a yeah. similar boat to a lot of people. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with you there, man. If you had to sum up what the athletic mindset means or what it looks like to you, what would you say that is? It has to be strong. Like, this is not for the weak. I don't think um, I don't think any sport is for the weak, um, especially being an athlete, because it's a lot that comes into play now. Sport, um, you know, there's the there's a physical side, there's the mental side, you know, and and you have to be you have to strengthen all those areas to be an overall, you know, complete athlete and and good too. So I just try to um keep my mental strong and also keep my physical body you know going and that's it really (laughs) well said um what's next for you here obviously i know uh olympic dreams are still alive and well here hopefully um are there any upcoming projects outside of you know track and field that you're working on um outside of track and field um at the moment I'm trying to um, I'm trying to get a um, e-commerce business started. Um, other than that, I'll be um, coaching. Um, I still have my high school athletes around, and then other than that, being a father and training. Those are some good priorities. Yeah, yeah right there. That's for sure, man. Um, what's the best way for those listening in out there to keep up with you on all those pursuits? LL um, and the same as Twitter. Um, I, um, I try to keep my social media updated as much as possible. Awesome, dude. Well, Donald, I appreciate the time, man. I'll be pulling for you next summer, dude. That would be a cool spot to be at. But best would, of man. here with training and everything. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate you yeah. having me on the show. I hope you all enjoyed that conversation with Donald. He spoke a lot on the controllables, why his dream is still alive and well for the Olympics and his drive, how it's gotten him here, and it will continue to serve him in the future whenever the season does get underway again. He's still showing up, and he's putting in the work that he can control. Much easier said than done. Are you doing the things you need to be doing right now to get to where you want to go? If you haven't done so already, send this episode to a friend, family member, or teammate who could use a boost. Stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by following me on Instagram at Athletic Mindset Podcast. And remember, if you can change your mindset and how you think, you'll be able to change your life one thought at a time. I'll see you all next week.